Good morning and Happy New Year, everyone. Morning, Leslie. Happy. Good morning. Happy New Year, Pam. Happy uh, 2021. In that Doesn't that have truth. a nice ring to it? It does. It does. <laughs> Let's go kick 2020 out the door and there we go. New year, new book, new start. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. A new chapter. Mm-hmm. A new chapter in our story. So, so <laughs> exciting. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited for the year and very thankful that we had our SR family as uh, along the ride of 2020 because I'm telling you, uh, we were joking on another podcast about how um, the Gabriel's Inferno um, movie. Uh, save 2020. And I honestly, as I was reflecting on the year, it really did. It gave mm-hmm. us something to look forward to. We had a chance to, um, you know, talk about it, analyze it. And the fact that it was in three parts was just um, a really lovely way um, yeah. to have something fun to look forward to Isn't that in the, the midst truth? of this. Yeah. Because you yeah. get you get to a point where like, you're like, you can't deal with it anymore. And it was just all the nonsense that was going on. And then all of a sudden, you know, you go, oh, part two's out now. <laughs> I know. I know. It was uh, it's just so much fun. And then having everyone in the community, uh, if you wanted to reach out to um, send some messages or to have a Zoom call, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, as Betty said, we survived 2020. I think we should start the morning with champagne instead of tea or coffee. If I had and- it, I definitely would. I told her I'm grabbing the bottles. I'll be uh, pouring glasses for all. Oh, good. Um, you <laughs> Betty said, I never thought I would be so happy to see Gabriel in my life. Oh <laughs> Here's my hoping God. 2021 and 2022 brings us more Paul. By the way, <laughs> did you see the, the picture of Paul on Inst- or, uh, James Andrew Frazier on Instagram? Oh, I did not. Oh, my I God. Very not. suave. Very good looking. Wow. Well done, James. Well done. Mm-hmm. Good for him. I hope he has some uh, really great advances this year in I his career so as well. What I a great so guy. Too. Really, yeah. really. Very he... creative soul. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad, Betty, your phone started playing the love scene at 1 a.m. last night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's one way to start the year. Absolutely. <laughs> As Annabelle says, the model pose by James. And, uh, and uh, Betty they, says James is going to make his fandom grow. It's, it is. A, it, I'll tell you what, it's a great picture of him. It really, really is. You know. I know. Now I'm going to have to go out and check it, it out. It, it's on our Twitter page. I put it out there. <laughs> Oh, good. I have, as you know, I've been helping um, my daughter uh, move and also purging all the um, unnecessary, unneeded items out of my home. So my home still looks like it's uh, boxes and boxes and bags and (laughs) recycling. And it's very torn up right now. So um, I haven't been online much, but I will look I will look for that photo. Oh, really, yeah. really great. It's really a good one. It's really a good one. <laughs> Betty says, um, watch out, Julia James. is The new heartthrob is here to stay. <laughs> and she also said, I bet more girls would start requesting um, that he calls them little rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Betty is on fire this morning. She is. Again. Yes, she is. 
Oh my gosh. Well, I, I told you last week, my new year's resolution, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to, um, not send SR, uh, questions at the 11th hour. So I didn't um, start that resolution until this week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they weren't too far off. I know. I know. I did send them to him like on Thursday, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Actually, was it Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday. Yeah, something like that. Thursday night, I think. Maybe Thursday during the day. It's all running together now. It's, oh, God. I know. I know. The but the nice is... surprise, ladies, is that SR was able to um, respond, respond to which is great. Which so is good. thank you, SR, for that. Yeah. We send them out Friday, Saturday morning at 3 a.m. <laughs> which well, I has think I happened that close. Maybe. It's been close, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lori says hello and good morning and happy new year, Lori. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and and she also made the comment, when is Betty not on fire, which is so true. That which is, is true. so true. Yeah, but true. she was in rare form last week for the birthday celebration of Paul. Betty and Perling just brought so much um, fun and energy uh, to the celebration. And the quiz was fantastic. So thank you again mm-hmm. um, to Betty and Perling for uh, sharing uh, Paul's birthday celebration with us, and and she started talking with an English accent after watching Bridgerton. <laughs> I love it. Everybody's talking about Bridgerton. I've not yet. To oh see my it, gosh! It I, is I, I, I so good. That's what everyone says, and I um, I'm really looking forward to watching it. You know, I'm still on my uh, Lucifer kick. I have not finished watching all five seasons of Lucifer. No. <laughs> and that's worth it. It's really a fun show if you haven't seen it. I know I'm very late to that party, but I'm glad. I'm Nothing glad wrong with that. Netflix picked it up. And I'm looking forward to uh, finishing it and hopefully uh, seeing the next season of it. Well, I, I think they're. Well, I know that uh, they postponed filming, they, they uh, slowing down the restart in January of filming anything in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. California's been hit so hard. I know. That's, I don't, and I don't that's know, not I don't surprising. Know. I don't know how uh, it is up in Canada right now. I, I, um, I know that Ontario is having a rough time of it, but I'm not sure about British Columbia where a lot of the shows are filmed. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm thinking it probably is. It's, well, I don't know. They've, they've been having challenges everywhere, but. Hopefully, you know, things mm-hmm. will continue to improve as uh, the vaccine is distributed and as more people continue to practice good behavior. If they continue um, to practice good behavior. Right, right, right. Um, I, I, and I, I see Ashley has made a comment. She loves Bridgerton. It was like reading Gabriel's Inferno, um, period, drama style. Yeah, which is and- great. Gabriel's Inferno in in uh, Regency England, Regency London. Ah, oh. mm-hmm. and uh, it was filmed all around Bath, and I know exactly some of the pit that were was because I've seen them, seen them. So that was very cool. The oh, nice stuff. So, yeah, I um, I'm seeing that. Uh, Betty said the show is so good. This was the only time I liked the name Simon. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he um, is gorgeous, by the way. I saw the ads. I'm like, oh my gosh, stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. Um I I love it. And it's it's I it's good to see everybody this morning. I was looking forward to the podcast actually, just because mm-hmm. it's the first one of twenty twenty one. I know. I know. And, you know, not that there's a lot of news from SR World, but there's some good stuff coming along. Uh, you know, hopefully yes, they're going to Since I was start... able to ask the question, he was yeah. able to actually give us some news this week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And Betty wants to know who Picton is from uh, Bridgerton. I'm, I'm going to say Lady Danbury. Mm-hmm. Annabelle says I'm defo rewatching Bridgerton. I'm about to start the books. Ooh. I think there's eight books in the series. 
Oh, that sounds great. Oh, yeah. Julia Quinn, she wrote them. Mm-hmm. And Ashley said Simon and Daphne are Gabriel and Julia in a past life. Yes, they are. Another one I saw yesterday was sold yes. on Disney+. Plus. I was shocked. It was so good. You know, and it it's voiced by Jamie Foxx and um, uh, what's her name, um, Tina Fey, one of my homies. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the music was incredible. Lots of really good jazz in in it, and even a a, a little bit of psychedelic music in there. <laughs> Ooh! So the soundtrack would be one that you might want to be picking up. Yeah, I mean, I really, a lot of great jazz uh, played in there. And, and then the premise of the story, and it was just, I mean, it's, it, it really, it, it really surprised me how much, how good it was. Because um, I, I was a little bit, you know, it's Pixar, it's going to be Toy Story yeah. 7 or whatever. And now it wasn't, it was really good. It just got a whole spiritual vibe to it too, which is nice. Oh, I, I can't wait to watch. Um, my daughter watched it um, the other day, and she was raving about it. And mm-hmm. um, the folks in the chat room are also concurring. Um, she said, uh, I started watching the first, oh, wait, wait, wait. I lost it. I just lost it. Oh, um, Ashley was saying how much she loves Soul. So Ashley watched it as well. It was good. It was good. Good morning, Miss Kenzie. Hi, Kenzie. Happy New Year. Um, So many good shows on right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But Soul is on my, yeah, Lori. It's it's on the watch list. Lori said it's on her watch list for this weekend, too. So Soul, Bridgerton, um, People are still talking about how much they liked Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. I've heard great things about that too. So that's another one I have to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was uh, there was another? Um, oh, Mandalorian. Yes, I was There's planning. Something. I was planning on uh, uh, binging that this week, and I didn't. So. Oh, that's, yeah, that's supposed to be great. And I hear they're having more uh, episodes coming out for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, Kenzie, for the warning. Because um, we did, I think Annabelle's going to be starting to read the books. And mm-hmm. she said there is a trigger warning um, if for rape. So just a heads up on that. Mm-hmm. Always really good to know that because you want to be aware um, of any potential triggers that could uh, make something that is supposed to be enjoyable and pleasurable um very very stressful so thanks for that kenzie and i would like to know what happened with 22 also ashley yes yes that's that's regarding soul i'm thinking right Mm -hmm. so they're given the, the the souls are given like numbers and you get when you're coming through the going through the system to become a soul, you know, to go to earth, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you have to have a, you have like this medallion that you have to have that shows the earth and there's different points that you have to get. And, uh, 22 had to get the, uh, um, uh, whatchamacallit, the point. So, and well, finally, my guess is that, does that mean there's going to be a second, a continuation of soul? I don't know. Um, I don't know. It would be, I, I think that, the continue. I think twenty two basically found out what it was like. I'm not going to give the whole premise of the story away, but found out what it was like earlier in the movie. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Oh, and I see Betty was asking about wedding plans for twenty twenty one. And he says non-existent at the moment. Huh? That's just because we haven't been uh, discussing the plans on the podcast. That's right. That's right, Kenzie. And oh uh, my gosh, you know that the latest the latest photo would be a very nice uh, start of an engagement photo or an engagement album if you're interested, Miss Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, I'm, uh, 
shall we share? Um, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Um, SR was told that Gabriel's rapture will should start resuming in 2021. So stay tuned for more details. He says that there's other announcements that are coming as well. He's just waiting for the green light to announce it. I love oh his, my god! I love his green light and you waiting for green light announcements because they usually come about two months before the actual announcement, <laughs> or it seems that way. <laughs> anyway, it does. It does. It seems like there's been, um, well, all the good things take time, and he wants to share them right away, and he can't, mm-hmm. and then he's taunting and teasing us because. He wants to share and he can't. We don't know what the news is. I know. And yes, I was I'm shuffling papers. I'm hoping it's I'm hoping it's his new his new work. I am too. I but am then too. I've also seen I, I saw online um that a lot of people are speculating maybe it's uh the option for promise. So I'm not I'm not gonna venture there yet. I, I'm excited to hear whatever news SR has to share mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as, <laughs> as, um, Betty said, naughty boss, Ashley's asking who gives the green light. Ashley, it depends on which project he's working on. Um, but he has to wait until everything is finalized, um, contractually before he can announce things. Right. And then um, there was also usually a, like a, a, a promotion time when, uh, having, having worked with, and I'm, I'm sure you've dealt with this too, having worked with press releases <laughs> and setting them up, yes. <laughs> you know, you, you set, you have a special time that you're going to do it. So. Yes. I'm usually the one who makes the time. <laughs> I make the timeline. You make typically. the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm the, I'm the one that always I'll, set I'll, it I'll up. Be, I'll, I'll be the alley character who's uh, uh, getting upset with Spoiler Man for uh, blowing the timeline. <laughs> so. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so. Yes. Kenzie was saying she hopes it, it's about his new book. I do, too. I, I really, do. Really, I do. Really, really, really I do. do. Because I know um, I, I know he's been working really hard on a lot of different. He's had his finger in a lot of different pies right at the moment mm-hmm. between the movie with Passion Flicks and and you know the book and all this kind of stuff. So I, I think you know whatever it is that I'm sure it'll be a good it'll be a good good news. So yes, Annabelle says patience comes to those who wait. That's very <laughs> true. Um, Ashley says, LOL, need to know the news. Betty says, maybe it's new merchandise from Passion Flicks. That could be too. You never know. Fun. You know. Ashley's saying, promise, we need promise. <laughs> Betty says, maybe a calendar. Um, Lori says, he always gives us something to look forward to, which yes, is very true. And so, uh, Annabelle says a new book would be great as yeah. well. He also left us a message saying he wanted to thank everyone for their support of both the books and the films in 2020. And I think we all know 2021 will be a better year. So please stay safe, everyone. Yes, most definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that everyone can continue on. Um, it's It's been tough and it's going to be t- still tough a couple for a couple months. But, you know, let's be diligent and continue to be safe. Wear our masks, social distance, um, reach out to friends via um telephone or email or zoom um text you know continue to stay connected but Mm -hmm. um do everything very safely and and try and uh take some time to uh do things uh for yourself self-care is really important absolutely and kenzie you know what i'm i'm trying to be patient and optimistic about 2021 because i know 2021 is going to start like 2020 and quiet and trying to stay, you know, trying to keep everybody um, safe. I I just went through a scare in my family. My um, brother-in-law's sister's family all tested positive for COVID on Christmas Eve. And my brother-in-law had been over there and uh, we all got really scared. Uh, My sister and I particularly. And, uh, so we all got tested. We are all negative. And, uh, so from that standpoint, you know, we, 
so far everybody seemed except for my my uh his sister's husband um is seem asymptomatic so knock wood and keep the faith so anyhow anyhow that's yes as annabelle noted it'll take a while for 2021 to recover so I think it'll be the same for a little while, but I have hope for the second half of the year. Absolutely. I'm, I I hope that next <clears throat> Christmas I'm with my family and uh, can, can get hugged, everybody. Yes, and um, everyone, uh, Annabelle said, sorry to hear that, Pam. Betty says, I'm glad you're negative, Pam. Kenzie said her whole family's very sick because they got together for Christmas. They have signs of COVID but won't get tested. I'm keeping my eye on the mutation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so sorry to hear that, Kenzie. Yeah, that, that's um, a shame. It's very frustrating and it's very hard. And, you know, the reality is you can still be very careful and sometimes um, get sick as well. So, you know, the fact that you just do as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And, um, Yes, Betty. Right now, the healthcare experts, and I know Jean Ann's not on today, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of the people I know <clears throat> say, are saying fourth quarter um, yeah. is the estimate where they really think things will be in good shape in the U.S. Now, other countries um, obviously have different timelines and timetables. Mm-hmm. Um, Annabelle says, I think this time around, there seems to be families rather than individuals getting it. Um, and I think, Annabelle, you are correct in, number one, I think there's more reports mm-hmm. now um, when people are sick and these family stories are emerging. And number two, uh, people are still have that disconnect between the dangers and how it can personally affect them. Right. So they're thinking, oh, but it's my friend or, oh, it's my yeah, I mean, family. I, it should be fine. I should be fine. They're careful. I should be fine. Right. But yeah. unless you really do a very prescriptive, you know, two week quarantine before seeing everybody, you really can't guarantee that. No. And Miss Kenzie, New Zealand is a beautiful country from what I understand. And you can and there is a Hobbiton that you can go visit and stay in, actually. I would love that. I want New Zealand is on my list of places mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. visit. Uh, what a, an amazing country. Mm-hmm. Um, Lori says her goal is to take one day at a time this year. Just doing my best for that day. So glad you are good, Pam. Um, and Kenzie says I belong in Hobbiton. <laughs> uh, and Betsy, Betty said maybe next time I need to buy my own island instead of buy, buying raisinets. Um, and, uh, in regards to, uh, he, she noted that she bets Willie is so glad he's away with Raven on their Island. I'm, I can um, just imagine how that is for them. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I really wish I was on an Island right now. <laughs> don't, don't we all? <laughs> oh my gosh. And not the yes. Island of Misfit Toys, although that might not be a bad place either. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Pam, you're too much. That's too great. But I, you know, one thing as the year ends and the years end and the, uh, we have new year, it's such a great time to reflect on so many there, even though 2020 was hard, there were so many silver linings to that. And Mm -hmm. I think it's good to kind of keep that in mind. Having that connection with all of you has been a real blessing for me personally. Absolutely. Um, I, I, have reconnected with some friends from childhood um, that we now do a standing call every week, which has been a blessing. Um, obviously, family and friends, um, keeping in touch with them has been really, really good as well. Mm-hmm. And and even having a chance to try and focus on the very small things, small kindnesses, um, enjoying the silence has been important this year for me mm-hmm. anyway so it's it's good to take a little bit of a reflection on some of the good things that happened in the midst of our challenging year and think ahead to the future um last night i got together with my travel mates um the ladies i did my 50 states before 50 uh, we had a virtual zoom 
uh, vision board sessions. So we were cutting out things from magazines that we were uh, channeling and thinking about for 2021. Um, and that's a kind of a fine, fun exercise if you haven't done it. We started it and we're going to get together um, to finish it in a couple days. So just just some fun things to do mm-hmm. or think about. Uh, and also Netflix, if you have a Netflix subscription, they I believe they have started a, a new program of meditation that you can go to. And I believe they're guided meditations and they're fabulous to do if you've ever if you've never done one, try it. It's really great to just sit, that relax, great. close your eyes and just let them take you <clears throat> wherever it's supposed to be. Very, I, I love I, meditations, yeah. guided meditations. They're terrific. So. Yeah. And um, Kenzie says, I'm glad 2020 is over. I won't miss it. Anna's saying, I wish I was in a nice arena watching 91 kids that don't have take that have this having had that taken away from their lives um is hard and they're not doing well that's really hard i know um people who used to doing the sports um kids in general um are very adaptable though i've noticed but it's you know some of the old activities that they are used to doing it's hard when they miss them Mm -hmm. and betty noted alone time is always good it allows us to listen to our inner voice and just try to focus on what we want or need. True. And yes, that's very true. Very true. And uh, Happy New Year, Josie. I see Josie just joined mm-hmm. us. Um, probably was singing in the new year, I hope. And I hope <laughs> you're doing well. Best wishes for 2021. Yes. Um, shall we begin, Chapter I think 10? we should. I think we should before the halftime show starts. I know, I know. I was thinking, should we start vamping toward till the halftime show? But no, I think we should start, even though it was a short chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what I was going to do, Pam, is go for two paragraphs, and then we can, you can we can do every other t- every two. Sure. Um, so we begin chapter ten um, with Rachel and Julia. And, you know, that's one of my favorite friendships uh, demonstrated in the series. And I also do think it was beautifully portrayed in the Passion Flicks film. Um, I love the actor's interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really lovely. And so Rachel asked Julia if she could bring the rocking chair into the bedroom. Um, and she was... Uh, happy to do that um, as she wanted to, Julia really wanted to catch up with Rachel and it was time to uh, rock uh, sweet little Claire. So because Julia was at the hospital most of the day, she hadn't had a chance really to talk to her best friend. So Rachel changed Claire, put her in a clean sleeper and placed her in Julia's arms. And Rachel retrieved the chair and then reclaimed her niece so she could have special auntie time. Um, Claire stared up in fascination at Rachel while she stroked Claire's cheek, which, again, um, yes, Ashley, as she said, what a sister bond they have. Mm -hmm. Betty says, Auntie Rachel to the rescue and friendship goals, Mm -hmm. for sure. Absolutely. And uh, Ashley said how much she loves Rachel and Julia. I do, too. It's, it's it's a beautiful friendship. So there, R- Rachel starts to rock her. Um, Julia went to the dresser, pulled out a box with her rings. And on the dresser was the picture of Juliet and Gabriel dancing at lobby, as well as a much larger picture of their wedding um, as they were in Assisi. And Gabriel, with his razor-sharp focus, um, you know, Julie was kind of looking at his gaze upon her, especially that first photo in lobby before the whole adventure began. And she realized and remembered how no other man had ever looked at her in that way with his intensity and with that love. Um, so we asked SR. I, I had written as we were reading that I was curious. I said, was the wedding portrait displayed a close up of the couple? Was it kind of mid-range, or was it a wide shot capturing the couple in the church? Um, I was curious, because, I, you know, wedding pictures, you can have a ver- variety of different ones. 
And SR had said, this portrait is a wide shot that shows Gabriel and Julian as they're exiting the front of the church. And that's kind of what I envisioned in my head when I was reading the book. I'm not sure what you guys thought, but I thought to capture the beauty of Assisi and enough people have posted photos from when they visited. Um, I could kind of picture what it looked like. Um, and I know that that is one of the things I cannot wait to see when they make this into the film. Kenzie, I'm wondering the same. Kenzie's wondering if they'll be able to film at that church. Um, I heard that they were able to, you know, and I'm right. sure if it's depending upon the time of day, they might, you know, especially in the front of the church, if they do any of the like coming out of the church scenes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Probably first thing in the morning before the tourists get there, they'd probably yeah. be able to. Yeah. And I, um, I'm hopeful that Lori, I'm with you. Lori wants to go there so much. In fact, in my conversations, uh, with some of my friends last night, um, some of the photos that I found in magazines were of, um, Tuscany and Italy. And I just was saying how much I'm hoping we can go there. And Kenzie had said, I know they aren't able to film at the Uffizi, so I was curious, but haven't heard. Um, Betty said for the photo, she pictured them kneeling at the altar while in the middle of the ceremony. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. I, I could, um, I, I, again, I'm hopeful that they'll be able to. Um, it would be so uh, utterly beautiful. And uh, Anna says, can you imagine if these books were illustrated like children's books? <laughs> that would be lovely. That, that would be, be a nice fan, uh, fan project um, to kind of do an illustrated version. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I think a comic book version, too, would be pretty cool. Um, I have to send those suggestions to SR. <laughs> <laughs> um, Julia and Gabriel action figures. What do you think? Um, okay, but I digress. Yes, bobbleheads, so, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Julia put her ring back, rings back on her fingers, and she compared the rings that um, she had, her, her wedding band, an engagement ring, with the ring that Gabriel had just given her the night before, and she marveled at how they all match so beautifully. Um, and Rachel asked why she had taken her rings off, and... Um, I was not surprised that her rings had been off because um, I know a lot of people who will take the rings off um, for this very reason. I had Julia to. told Julia told her that her fingers had swollen and she was afraid that they would get stuck. Uh, it's one of those blessed occurrences when pregnant. Oh, yes. Um, did oh, you have yes. that issue, Pam? I oh, did my not. God. I wore my rings um, on my, I had a necklace that I wore all the time and I wore it on my necklace. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I know. I had friends who did the same because well, I, it, they just couldn't, their hands, they were swollen. They, they, they were so swollen. They couldn't. Oh, I slept um, horribly when I was pregnant. In fact, I had to leave work at seven months because they thought I was becoming preeclampsic because mm, I was yeah. swollen so much. You yeah. Know. You have to be careful. You do. And especially um, in the middle of winter when you have boots that zip up, up your leg, got under your knee and you get home and your, your knee is over the top oh. of the boot because if you oh, took the gosh. boot off during the day and put shoes on you would never get boots back on at night when you had to leave from work and I unfortunately unfortunately when Patrick was uh, most pregnant with Patrick it was the middle of winter so we had a lot of snow that year we had a big blizzard one one night it was really oh. cool. so well, then you probably also felt like Julia, who was enjoying yoga pants and mm -hmm. sundresses, um, things that were loose and allowed you to have um, breathability and breathing room. Absolutely. <laughs> and just in time for the, our holiday season. <laughs> anyway, Lori had to have hers her wings cut off, by the way. Oh, really? Mm hmm I was very worried about that. Um, in fact, that's one thing to keep in mind, friends, if 
<laughs> Ashley, yes. Um, oh, nice ending there. Very, mm -hmm. very yes. um, grand for our first podcast of the year. Yes, I hope you enjoyed I that so special too. presentation. Um, <laughs> of jingle bells. <laughs> and, and Lori, I'm so sorry you had to have your rings cut off. One thing to keep in the back of your mind, and I may have mentioned this before on the podcast, but if you ever break a bone or in my instance, when I broke my wrist, if I would not have known, I did not, if I would not have had a friend in my dance studio, because I, I did an epic, fabulous side jump and landed on my wrist, um, and broke it subsequently. Um, and thankfully one of the dancers, one of my friends had said, take all your rings off right away. I would never have thought to do that. And she said her mom broke her wrist and ended up having to have her rings cut off because her hand swollen so badly they couldn't get, um, they had to take it off mm -hmm. of her hand that way. So just a little nugget to have in the back of your mind. Absolutely. Um, because that makes a huge difference. So as, as she's admiring the rings and as she's telling her, um, why she was enjoying yoga and sundresses and that she feels like she may um, have to uh, keep wearing them. Um, Rachel noted that Gabriel would probably have something to say about that at some point. Um, <laughs> and uh, Rachel had said, asked her to turn sideways and um, was really surprised because she, she noticed that there was no baby bump anymore. Um, and that's highly unusual after you have pregnancy. Um, you, you, your body just doesn't go s straight back from yeah. one day to the next. It takes a, it's a process. It takes time um, to lose the baby bump typically. And Julia thought that maybe something was wrong. And sh she told Rachel that um, she wore a band um, and it covered her incision and stitches, but basically she was back to being the same size that she was. She's um, very lucky. I wish, you know, I wish my uh, OB uh, gave me a band after I had Patrick. Would I think it would have helped a, a lot as far as, because mm -hmm. I have like that overhang. <laughs> oh, yeah. The oh, apron. Yeah. Well, your body never it. goes, your body never goes back to exactly how it was, but no. typically... You will, um, you know, eventually uh, it, it takes time though. It's, yeah. it's not usually that traumatic that the baby comes and you're back in your, no, I, I back think, in your jeans. I think it took me probably two months to get back into my old clothes after having Patrick, something like uh, that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. It does. So Julia told Rachel, that the reason she had, that's the reason why she had to see the dietician because she had lost so much weight so quickly. And she's saying that, you know, breastfeeding burns a lot of cal calories, which I know it does. Yes. And uh, Rachel noted that, it, but it also gave her great cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sure Gabriel didn't notice. I'm sure he didn't either. And, and uh, Rachel's like, you know, you're gonna, you know, take advantage of it while you have it. There's, some, I have some friends who, who, were so happy when they started breastfeeding because, uh, it, you know, they they just had a chest all of a sudden, where before mm -hmm. they did. But anyhow, um, so she, you know, so she had gone onto the closet and she was changing into silk pajamas, and telling her that, you know, that the cleavage wasn't gonna last forever. And uh, then she came into the room, plumped up some pillows on her bed and stretched out, staring at her friend and the baby, asking Rachel how her day went. Because Auntie Aww. Rachel just, you know, she's just fawning all over the baby. I can't wait to see this on film. I really can't. <laughs> it's going to be so sweet. She said all was fine and that Rachel cataloged all the gifts and flower arrangements for, which was really quite, really nice if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And definitely a gift. And uh, so she said that, um, yeah, she did. Uh, where was I? I lost my spot. Here we go. 
Uh, she thanked Julie, thanked her, and said that she and Gabriel had ordered pictures of the three of them to go with the, uh, um, you know, the thank you notes. Uh, Rachel offered her help and mentioned that Kelly had sent a silver frame and a piggy bank from Tiffany's. How nice! Ah, uh, I thought that was really sweet. Yes, yeah, I can remember my uh, uh, my. Uh, an aunt of my, or cousin, actually, she was a cousin, I used to call her aunt because she was so much older, um, had a baby. And my mother got all excited about this baby being born because apparently my cousin Susan had uh, married someone with a little bit of money. So she got all excited. <laughs> so she sent the baby a, a sterling silver rattle and a baby cup. That's kind of a traditional thing, isn't it? Kind of. But as she sent it, uh, through, I think from Bailey Banks and Biddle as opposed to Tiffany's, which was a big, which was a big jewelry store as well. So uh, that sounds lovely. Oh, I'm looking yeah. at some of the, some of the chat, um, and Anna says, "My baby's 29, still carrying baby weight." We understand, Anna. Mm -hmm. We understand. And Betty says, "I bet everyone who's gold." is to lose weight in 2021, is looking at Julie and thinking to themselves, for the love of Dante, she gets Gabriel and loses the baby weight in a blink of an eye? <laughs> <laughs> and, no. may, and yes, Kenzie, maybe 2021 will be the year we all get back into jeans. <laughs> I love that. Um, Betty's wondering if Julia will wear the Wonder Bra once the girls go down. And uh, Julia is blessed, Betty, Lori noted. Um, and yes, another reason to not get pregnant, bigger boobies. No, thank you. Kenzie says, <laughs> Annabelle says, I don't think my body's jeans ready. Kenzie, after spending nine months in sweat <laughs> and Monica's saying, uh, I'm jeans, LOL. Um, I don't have lounge chill wear. I work no matter uh, during the pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, yes, Betty, uh, Monica says, thankfully, I can wear jeans where I work, which is lovely. And uh, by the way, Abby joined us. Congratulations. Yes, yes. Buenos dias, Abby. So good to see you. Thanks for coming and joining us today. Um, and Anna gained 11 pounds during chemo, she said. Wow, Anna, that is usually it goes uh, one way or the other, right? Yeah. You, you gain or you lose a ton. Um, but hopefully, as you continue to heal, or, and continue to go on through the year, um, you will have uh, feel good in wherever size and shape you are in. Mm -hmm. That's kind of one of the other things we were talking about last night, just trying to really focus on being healthy um, and what healthy is for each of us. Um, for me, I need to drink more water. That's my I was I was good during this this time. I I actually lost weight, so I'm 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 happy about that. Wow! During this time, so that's that's a, a rarity, Pam. <laughs> it is it is a rarity. I I, I realize yep. that, but I was I, mm. I I was purposely didn't want to uh, put on the lounge weight, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yes, so. understood. Yes, and Kenzie says, me too, I'm a fish out of water. And Anna, that's right, your your chemo was 13 years ago. She says, I'm great. Well, I'm very glad, mm -hmm. super glad. Um, so. And it's good to see. I know I we digressed again, but that's yes. okay. That's all right. You can pick it up from there. <laughs> um, so Gabriel, um, we were talking about Gabriel's sister, Kelly, sending the silver frame and piggy bank. And Julia told Rachel how kind Kelly was and connect Gabriel with other family members that his grandfather had been an important professor at Columbia University, which I just thought was such a cool element. Um, and every fall they had an important lecture that Gabriel would have to miss because of the birth of Claire. Um, and, and they had missed it, obviously, because of Claire's, but hopefully they'd be able to go next year. And Kelly and her husband were going to be arriving um, shortly when they had the baptism. So she was 
Julia was very much looking forward to that. And uh, Rachel's grin, uh, Julia noticed that Rachel's grin faded a bit. And uh, Julia said, we had wanted to ask you in private to be the godmother. Um, so she kind of apologized for putting her on the spot. And, you know, Julia um, was very sensitive to um, Rachel's feelings about Claire to begin with. So I think she was very tuned into that. And so we asked us, SR, well, was Julia concerned that Rachel's grin faded when she mentioned Kelly attending the baptism? And SR said, um, at this point, I don't think Julia noticed. So I think, uh, I think that's, you know, I, I wasn't sure if she was so tuned in, but I think they were just kind of talking back and forth. And, you know, um, I, well, I'm wondering if that was a, that was a point of, I don't think it was a point of contention per se, but I'm wondering that if it was not, um, yeah, something Rachel was not used to hearing about. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he, he was adopted, his adopt, you know, his, the, his fat, you know, I, I guess it's like any adoptee that goes looking for their birth parents. Right. And you become friendly with siblings that, you know, are half siblings. I wonder if that could have bothered her a little bit. Yeah, I, it's funny because that actually, I had started that question then. I was like, no, I don't think so because I think Rachel, if, if it would have bothered her, I think Rachel would have said something because mm-hmm. Rachel's that kind of a person that she will put it right out there. True. Um, but it, there, could, there could be a little bit of that going on. Um, but then it it's kind of turns as, as the chapter goes um, into what I think really was at the crux of her issue. Um, Rachel asked if she thought that her dad had been acting weird. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we could all see that coming, right? Oh, yeah. And she said he'd practically knocked over his chair to help Rebecca with the casserole. And um, Julia said she didn't really notice, but reminded her dear friend that her father was very chivalrous. So it didn't surprise her that he would be very helpful. Um, And, you know, um, Betty had just noted that I think Rachel is sensitive right now. And I think you're right. I think she's sensitive for many Mm -hmm. reasons. Mm -hmm. She's sensitive um, still because her mother's not there. Um, and I think she's thinking about Grace and the fact that Grace is not there to see her granddaughter. And she's thinking about Grace and the fact that she's not there for her as her daughter. Mm-hmm. And also um, the fact that she's not there in the family dynamic anymore. Betty's said she's worried about her dad having a new relationship with Rebecca and her inability her inability to have a baby and Gabriel's new family, which were all different layers that have been added in. Um, yeah, too many things. There are all once. these things going on at once can be very disconcerting. Mm-hmm. So she, um, and Kenzie noted that she does agree with that. Yeah. I do too. Um, it's, it's been overwhelming. And having a baby, period, in a family is a, a big deal. And it's a, it really changes the dynamic of family. Mm-hmm. And as Monica noted, and everyone is moving on, you know, and you know, just, I know having another person come into your life after somebody passes away, it's a big deal for the family to get used yes. to the idea, whether yes. it be your children, whether it be other family members. And, uh, that makes it hard for them. Um, the fact that she's still grieving her mother and she now see she can see her father in a little bit of a different light with Rebecca there, mm-hmm. which she's not used to either, you know, and she's got a lot on her plate. Rachel does. I mean, she's, you know, she's been, you know, she's having tr- trouble get conceiving and, you know, she's, she really wants to have a baby and, you know, she's just, it's just a lot. Right, right. Plus, plus, um, with her job and with her relationship, um, there's a lot going on. 
Um, and, and, you know, as, as Julia noted, she said, you know, she really didn't see anything inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Rachel said she didn't like the way that Rebecca was looking at her dad. And Julia was really saying, look, I'm not seeing anything going on here. She said Richard's probably just enjoying someone his age to speak with. And that she noted that he also is still grieving Grace. And um, as Kenzie noted, I sympathized with Rachel very much because if my mom started dating someone, I would be very upset. And that is a very natural feeling um, Mm -hmm. when you are introducing a new person into a family dynamic. Um, as, As Abby said, it's not easy for Rachel to accept the death of her mother and also to know that she cannot have children for now. Yeah, it's very much of a challenge. And Anna noted that Rachel's secure being Gabriel's little sister and is not concerned with his newfound older sister. She's not ready to share her dad and her infertility is in her face now. And that's a hard, that's Mm -hmm. a very hard reality. Um, And in fact, that was reinforced on my call last night with friends. I have a friend, I have several friends who um, do not have children. And one of my friends noted she actually does, isn't on Facebook in part because it'd be, she'd be sucked into the vortex and she wouldn't be able to do anything else. But she also said it's sometimes it's hard to see um, everybody with their kids and their families. And that's something she had thought that she was going to have in her life. And it didn't work out for her that Mm -hmm. way. And it, it, it was hard. You know, I, I can I can understand that. I had to, uh, worked with a girl, Pat, uh, Pat Laffer, her name was. So she had horrible, horrible um, fibroid tumors. And mm. she couldn't get pregnant. And that's all she ever wanted was to get pregnant. And every time I can remember, um, every time we had somebody was having a baby in the office or... Uh, you know they'd have to have bring their kids in for an afternoon or something they would get all you know she would she would like close herself off from everybody she did not want any Mm -hmm. parts of that because it was so painful for her not to be able to have children so it is it is hard and everybody goes through things differently Mm -hmm. so we have to just try and support your friends and support those you care about and meet them where they are And Abby was saying her parents have been together all their lives. It'd be very difficult for me to accept someone else. And Kenzie noted, I think it feels like a betrayal to Rachel. Mm -hmm. And Betty said, I bet in Rachel's mind, she's already seeing her dad's wedding invitation um, to Rebecca and their new home. None of this has happened yet, but her mind is running at Mm a hundred miles per minute. And uh, Kenzie and Anna agree. Um, It is, it's, it's the whole, you got to look at the data and step away from the drama and the drama is those scenarios that you you kind of um, fabricate in your mind, mm-hmm. you know, where your mind kind of runs wild and you kind of have to take a breath and step back and say, oh, you know, this isn't happening right mm-hmm. now, but this is what I can envision. And and Abby said, even as a reader, I'd feel betrayed that Richard has something with Rebecca. You know, it, it's, I confess it, it's like Gabriel could love someone other than Julianne. I, you know, yes. it's. I, I'm a, I'm a widow. I've been a widow for over 20 years and I have dated other people. Nobody that I really wanted to bring home to mama type of thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I can, you know, the, the, the interaction and companionship of someone else is, is important. Um, for me, uh, mm-hmm. because I, I don't, I don't really want to be alone. I mean, not that I'm alone alone, but I don't want to be alone the rest of my life either. Mm-hmm. I loved my husband very much. We were we were together um, 18 years before he passed away, and uh, he always made me laugh. And he was, you know, it, it was just a great relationship. But at the same time, I need to move forward as well. I need to have other people and come into my life. And I'm mm-hmm. very honest with you that one of the last conversations Jim and I ever had together was he didn't want to see me alone the rest of my life. Mm. And told me he'd which, want me. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is a gift. Mm-hmm. 
you know, every, mm-hmm. like I said, everybody is, has mm-hmm. different perspectives and different thoughts on this. Um, so, and, and, and I think the struggle that Rachel is experiencing is very real. And I, it really struck a nerve mm-hmm. with many mm-hmm. of us reading it. And Rachel said, I thought Rebecca lived in Norwood anyway. And, um, which, Pam. by the way, <laughs> I lived in Norwood as a little girl. I almost went to kindergarten there, and until my family moved out, of, moved away from from Massachusetts. Mm. But I did learn how to twirl a baton there because the girls that lived downstairs took baton twirling lessons. So they gave I me lessons never knew as that well. about you, Pam. <laughs> Pam, you know we could do a baton twirling duet because I was a majorette. I learned that as well. Um, when I was a little girl and that is hilarious another chapter for the book Um, and uh, Monica I'm sorry to hear that um, her parents had been together for 42 years and are now divorced I'm hoping um, I know that can be really really challenging and Mm -hmm. devastating um, in some ways and in other ways um, for some people it can be a relief so it's just a lot of emotion, and I'm yeah. sorry you have to be dealing with that. Um, Betty's saying Rachel is already trying to get rid of Becky, saying, <laughs> I thought she was in Norwood. And Julie explained that she had moved in with them temporarily and that their house was rented out. Her house was rented out. Um, she moved in to help with, uh, with Claire and help support them mm-hmm. um, during this period, plus the fact Julia still is in her doctoral program. And they needed the extra set of hands. So mm-hmm. we asked SR, why is Rachel so indignant about Richard helping Rebecca? And he said, Rachel's beginning to wonder what's going on there, dot, dot, dot. And um, then we followed that up with why is Rachel so reluctant to be open to Richard having a romantic relationship? And SR said, Rachel probably couldn't articulate it but I think it comes down to the fact that she is still missing her mother and that she thinks it's just too soon. And we can understand that. Absolutely. So now Julia's, you know, like she's thinking about what she's got to say and choosing her words carefully. And she told Rachel that if there was anything romantic that had been going on, she would tell her. Um, She was also... And I thought that was a very good thing for Julia to say because I think it reassures her yes yes number one it reassures her that Julia is not seeing that it also reassures her that Julie would say something to Rachel if there was something going on and Mm -hmm. I think you know that's what friends are for Mm -hmm. and Abby's uh, said she'd hate for Richard to love someone other than Grace Uh, but he would hate more for the rest of his life to spend like this alone Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> can we please do something about it? Is there a magic stone there that can help bring her back to life? William or Nicholas could help. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and Betty's like, no one wants to picture their parents having sex. Just saying. Well, I know my parents did it three times. <laughs> but that's all they ever did it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, no one ever wants to picture their parents having sex, just no. saying Betty said, or, or see them, <laughs> Kenzie noted. And, and she said, oh my God, it's just too early, Pam. <laughs> you know, it does happen. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're, you're five <laughs> or six years old, you have no clue, but it does happen. Oh my gosh. That's what locks are for, friends. <laughs> and sometimes they don't work either, having been caught. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. But yes. we digress. We do. So anyway, so, uh, you know, so she told her she would do that. And she's, uh, she said that Richard had spent a lot of time alone. You know, he he was always very friendly with Tom, but with Tom and Diane being so busy with the uh, uh, Tommy that they had not been around much for Richard and she said that her dad you know Rachel said her dad had moved to Philadelphia and to be closer to them he'd gotten a job at Temple 
in research and uh, Temple University. And, uh, but they didn't see a lot of them, and he really missed Dylan's growth, so he moved back. And he was teaching a couple classes at Susquehanna, but not much else. And she said that she and Aaron would have to go back home to visit him more often. Annabelle, thanks um, for stopping by. Yeah, we'll see you next week. And then Rachel told, bent down, and she's kissing Claire's forehead and said, I love you, little Claire, but do not think I can I can be your godmother. And at that, Julia's eyebrows lifted and said, wait, what? <laughs> and he left us hanging. Again. SR left us hanging at the end of that chapter. What a cliffhanger. <laughs> um, and it was so abrupt, right? For me, that was like, what? The wait what was perfect because it was also like you were kind of going through this and they were really talking about Richard and they weren't focusing on Claire at all. They were really focusing on Richard mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Richard and Rebecca. And then there was this quick twist. And then, you know, as as all good authors do, they continue to suck you in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Abby mentioned that she had never had the pleasure of meeting Grace um not in current history, but she is a character that has suffered from his loss. When, you know, there's a great outtake of Richard and um, Grace uh, that happens at, I think, it, I, I think it was supposed to happen at the beginning of uh, their relationship when, when, or before she died, that's right, before she died, would be, and uh, was after Gabriel had gotten... Um, went through his stuff and that Julianne uh, had her interaction with Simon and she wasn't talking to anybody. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's in uh, SR's um, blog post. He has a great, it's a good outtake. Maybe we could try and uh, pull that and put it I, on the I have Facebook it, I, page. I think it is on the Facebook page. I think I put mm -hmm. it out there a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, I thought, I thought, let me see if I can get the link real quick. Mm -hmm. so, and um, at the end of Promise, I think Kenzie also said that wasn't yes, that. Yes, it is. Uh, it's, in the, it's at the very end. It's an outtake at the end of the book. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, Which so. is really, really good. Yeah. So, anyhow. So that is what we have until next week. I know where we're going to review Chapter 11. Mm-hmm. And um, see just what Rachel's talking about, you mm -hmm. know, because mm -hmm. you kind of have to wonder why Claire, why Rachel would say that um, and why she would say that to Claire instead of just coming directly mm -hmm. out um, and raising it with Julia. That's right. You know, so we've got to find out. Again, he makes us wait. <laughs> I know. The art of seduction. <laughs> the best the best tease. Yes, he is. Absolutely. So, anyway. Anyway, I'm not finding the link quickly enough. Oh, well, again, it's So it's, just go to, yes. If you go, go to the to, end of the book, you'll see it. I, th I believe it's also on the Kindle version of the book as mm -hmm. well. And I will include our the Facebook page link. Mm -hmm. And again, if you go to the end of the book, it's, it literally is the very last few pages of the book. Mm -hmm. so. It's really, really good. I just, um, I just really love the Rachel-Julia friendship dynamic. And I, I love how it's progressed throughout, mm -hmm. the, throughout the different books. And I'm really hoping in future... Um, that Rachel does indeed get to um, have a child, and uh, I'd like to see how Julia mm -hmm. would interact being mm -hmm. aunt, Auntie Julia uh, to Rachel's little one. So we will see. We will we see will. if that's in the cards for them. Um, but I, yes, and, and I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the comments now. Betty said Richard and Grace's love is legendary. And I think it is. I think that's one of the beautiful things. It's so foundational. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, Betty, maybe they adopt. You never know. You never know. I want the, and once he writes Rachel and Aaron's story, maybe we'll find out. I know. So and after after the Spaniard. <laughs> After the story about the Spaniards. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there's I the went... Paul. Then there's the Paul book and <laughs> Richard and yes. Grace book. Everything. So. Anyway. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, there's uh, also um, Anna noted that there is a blog of Richard talking about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's out there. And Ashley uh, ran. So good. Glad that you could join us today, Ashley. Yes. And Abby had noted she really wishes Rachel could see her mother like Gabriel, um, you know, like he had that vision. Um, I feel like this book, we were able to feel her pain more than in previous books. And I think, I think you're absolutely think you're right. right on that. You're right. So. We are here for it all, as Lori says. Absolutely. So, <laughs> and uh, her, uh, Betty wants the, uh, her cage fight with Allison written about. <laughs> that will be epic. It will. it will. Maybe it could be a passion flick short, and we can uh, <laughs> watch have that on film, <laughs> a quickie. And Abby, quickie. I thought the same thing. I thought that mm-hmm. you know maybe um, Rachel could go and adopt Maria, and then we found out how long it takes to adopt a child in Italy if you're not mm-hmm. Italian. So, yeah. Anyway, so I'm going to leave us for the start of the new year with a little Gregory Allen Isaacoff, 3 a.m. to be precise. Love it. Love it. And The, uh, the time I went to bed on New Year's Eve. <laughs> there you go. I was in bed. I was asleep before midnight, so I was very happy. <laughs> so anybody, every, anyway, have a great day and... Uh, Enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Happy New Year once again. Give me Mustang horse and muscle. I won't be going gentle. Give me slant I looks when I'm lying, fingers when I'm crying. I ain't out there to cheat you. See, I killed that damn coyote.